بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم We were speaking about the fitnas which come close to kiamat and what a person is required to do in these fitnas The life of a believer is filled with challenges and trials Allah tabarak wa ta'ala in many places of the Quran Sharif, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala informs us that we will test you. Allah ta'ala says, most certainly, definitely, we will test you. Sometimes there will be fear, there will be hunger, there will be losses, losses in your wealth, in your fruits, in your lives. But then Allah Ta'ala says, وَبَشِّرِ الصَّابِرِينَ Give glad tidings to those who are patient. When they are afflicted with any calamity, they say, إِنَّا لِلَّهِ وَإِنَّا إِلَيْهِ رَاجِعُونَ Like that throughout the Qur'an Sharif, different places, Allah Ta'ala informs us. أَمْ حَسِبْتُمْ أَن تَدْخُلُوا الْجَنَّةِ وَلَمَّا يَأْتِكُمْ مَثَلُوا الَّذِينَ خَلُوا مِنْ قَبْلِكُمْ You think you're just going to get entry into Jannat? When you're not going to go through those trials and tests that the pe- previous nations had to undergo, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will test you. And the more closer you become to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the greater the tests are. In one hadith, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned, مَثَلُ الْمُؤْمِنِ كَمَثَلِ الْخَامَةِ مِنَ الزَّرْعِ The example of a believer is like, a weak plant, a weak branch. The winds will move it from side to side. You know, you see a weak branch, a plant, and the winds are blowing. One minute it's one side, then it comes back straight, then it falls again to another side. Sometimes you're going to one side, sometimes to the other side, and sometimes you are straight. So that is life. That is what's going to happen. You have to be prepared. You have to prepare your mind. Why are we being informed of all this? Why did Allah Ta'ala inform you that He's going to test you? Why did Rasulullah inform you that a believer, he has to undergo these trials so a person's mind is prepared? He understands that trials are going to come. Tests are going to come. It's not something for you to become frightened of, something for you to become overwhelmed, or, you know, what's happening why this is happening, why it's happening to me, it is going to happen to you. Because you are a mu'min and you're a believer. And you're going to have to undergo these situations. And this is what strengthens you. You know, often in life, no one wants to go through challenges. But that is the means of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala purifying you and Allah strengthening you. Now you go through the challenge, but then you start making more dua. Now you come into the masjid. Now you're crying in your dua. Now you're waking up for tajud. This is making you stronger. It's bringing you closer to Allah. You don't want it. But Allah knows it's better for you. Sometimes you dislike something. But this is better for you. Sometimes you love something, you want something, you really want it. But it's not good for you. وَاللَّهُ يَعْلَمُ وَأَنْتُمْ لَا تَعْلَمُونَ Allah knows, and you don't know. Allah knows what is better for you. Leave it to Him. Leave the situation to Him. 
put everything in his control. Hand over your problem to Allah. amri Allah. Now I am handing and trusting my situation to Allah. Hasbi Allah. Allah is sufficient for me. He is an excellent guardian. Leave it to Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He knows what is best for you. He knows what is the wisdom. You cannot see what Allah can see. You don't have the knowledge that Allah has. So first of all, when these fitnas do come in these times of trials, you have to understand that this is going to happen. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam prophesized it. fitan muslim Why do you think all the great muhaddisin, why did they bring this chapter in their kitabs if there was no reality to this? It is true, it's real, it's going to happen. We are living in a dream world nowadays because we are so influenced with what we see around us. We are living in a dream world. We just expect things to be the way we want it to be. But that's not going to happen. Things are not going to always be the way you want it to be. Allah is going to test you. Allah is going to bring about situations. There's the wisdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then you have to understand very well, and it's very easy to say this, and you can even give a bayan on it, but benefit and harm only comes from Allah. There's no way that any benefit can come to you. There's no way that any harm can come to you without the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Anything in this world, whether it is a missile, whether it is a microbe, whether it is a jinn, whether it is jadu, whatever it is, it has to harm you with the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَمَا هُمْ بِضَارِينَ بِهِ مِنْ أَحَدٍ إِلَّا بِإِذْنِ اللَّهِ Even when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Al-Baqarah, He speaks about sihr, and He says they cannot harm anyone without the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when everything is coming with the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then the first thing you need to see is how is your relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Is this line clear or not? Am I doing everything that I'm supposed to be doing? Am I doing everything with perfection, with precision? Am I doing it as I ought to be doing it? Often in, you, your mind will not even go to certain things. Sometimes the pious people, their minds go to that. You know, I was very particular that every day when I was making wudu, I was making miswak. Now miswak is a very great sunnah. People take it to be something light. Your wuzu will be valid without miswak. But some ulama, they went to this extent to say that as siwaku shatrul wudu, that miswak is half of your wuzu. So remember, if you're not making miswak, it's as though there's a 50% deficiency in your wudu. If there's a 50% deficiency in your wudu, remember there will be a 50% deficiency in your salah, which is not a small deficiency. It's a very great, if I tell you, 50% loss in your profits. How many businessmen will be prepared? I'll take the 50%. No, 50% knock is a big knock. No one is prepared to take that. Why is it when it comes to our ibadat, we become so lax now? So this miswak is such an important thing. So sometimes, maybe you're not making miswak at the time of wudu. You may think to yourself, I'm a very good person, you know, alhamdulillah. I'm giving so much of charity. I go for hajj, I go for umrah, I do this, do that. Alhamdulillah, all that is in its place. But sometimes, because you are close to Allah, that small thing in your life that's missing, that miswak you are making at the time of wudu, you forgot about it. 
Maybe you lost a miswak. But it's very, you know, easy to get another miswak. Hazrat Shibli Rahmatullahi, one day, he had to make wuzu, he didn't have a miswak. He's looking around everywhere for a miswak. Where's that miswak? I need that miswak. These people, they start preparing for namaz, sometimes half an hour before azan. Remember, your preparation for namaz mustn't start five minutes before the jamaat starts. Like, unfortunately, that's our condition now. Allah give us tawfiq. We worry about prepare for namaz five minutes before. These people, they start preparing for namaz sometimes half an hour, 45 minutes before azan. So then you can worry about the miswak. But when you're coming last in the masjid, and the namaz is already started, then you can't even, even look for a miswak because then you're going to miss the jamaat. So Shibli Ramatullah sees one person, got a miswak. He told him, sell me that thing. Person told him, one dinar. You know how much one dinar? One gold coin. In our times, it's not, not like a Kruger coin, smaller gold coin, but it's about five, six thousand rand now if you price that one dinar. Five, six thousand rand. Give him the dinar, he said, give me the miswak. Took the miswak, he made wuzu, he read his namaz. Someone heard this incident, they said something is gone wrong with Shibli. Something is definitely seriously wrong with him. One dinar, he paid for one miswak. So Shibli Rahmatullahi said, these people are foolish people. The whole world and whatever it contains in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not equivalent to the wing of one mosquito. It's nothing. But this one miswak is something that even if you pay a thousand dinars for it, this is going to bring Allah's pleasure. It's going to bring so much of reward. It's going to bring so much of benefit. This is one great sunnah you're practicing on. So for these people, money meant nothing. But sunnah meant everything. Ibadat meant everything. So that is why I'm saying, often in our lives, there's certain things that we tend to bypass. We forget about it. Sometimes you're oppressing someone. Sometimes you're owing someone money. Months have passed. You forgot about the money. But Allah never forgot that you're owing the person money. Maybe he stopped asking you because he got tired. He got frustrated. That one debt, because of that, now all these things are all coming in your life. Now all these problems are coming. That is why the Salaf, when these situations came, they inspected the amal. They looked into the amal. I'm talking about pious people. Not people that are committing sins. They said, you know what? I was reading five paras Quran. Now I dropped. I'm only reading two paras. Why? Why have I dropped from five to two? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is sending me a subtle message by putting the situation over me that turn back to me, contemplate, think what is going wrong in your life. Inshallah, when you start, when you correct that, when you correct the line with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then changes the situation for you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends down His help. Allah gives you that solace. Allah gives you that peace. May Allah grant us a true understanding.